Welcome everyone to the HR Show. My name is Andy Evans, coming to you live from Weymouth here in Dorset. Uh, coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking quite a few things actually. We're going to be looking at some of the biggest headlines coming out over the past week and also following up on the last show we did about the easing of restrictions on June the 21st. Following that, I'm going to be joined by a very special guest, and that is a longtime friend of mine. Her name is Katie Street. She's the owner and founder of Street Agency, and we're going to be talking all things uh, new business generation, plus having a catch up with her and finding out how she's become one of the most successful female entrepreneurs here in the UK. Now, before we get going, let's find out how you can get in contact with us. Well, it's very straightforward. On the screen, you will see the if you're watching on the video screen you will find the social media details so facebook twitter instagram and youtube all you need to do is search for the hr show and you will get our regular posts some news blogs extra bits whatever plus video archives directly as they happen before the audio release of the archive so it's always worth checking out on social media what we have got also, you can keep up to date with everything happening in the world of The HR Show by visiting the website, which is all the W's, .theHRshow.co.uk. This edition is actually sponsored by our friends at RBHR Consultancy, who are running a special event. On June the 30th at 12 p.m. live, they are running a business brunch covering all about mental health awareness, one of the most important topics that anyone can have at the moment uh, due to people going back into work or the struggles that we've had over the past 18 months with the pandemic and also what's going on in the future. Now, I'm going to be hosting it. I'll be presenting the, the Business Brunch event. And if you would like your tickets, they are free. It, they are available on Eventbrite. All you need to do is search RBHR. And that event, again, is June the 30th at midday live. We will send you all of the information that you need in order to access it. But check out Eventbrite, check out RBHR because they are running a number of events over the coming year, including the launching of their mental health awareness courses, both level one, two and three, uh, or the equivalent in Scotland, four, five and six. Uh, and the spaces are available both online and on site. So once restrictions are eased, you will be able to um, to to come onto site and do the training course. And again, I'm going to be the lead instructor for mental health, uh, a topic that's very, very important to me and one that I'm extremely passionate about. And I can't wait to start delivering these sessions to people who want to come along. And I can't wait to lead the Mental Health Awareness Business Brunch next Wednesday, June 30th at 12 p.m. live. Tickets available on Eventbrite. Just search for RBHR. Leave those details up on screen. Full details and link will be in the narrative and in the podcast details, both on the audio feed and here on YouTube. <clears throat> so today, as we said, we're talking all about new business generation with Katie Street later on this afternoon. But before we do that, I want to touch on a couple of things that have happened in the week, in the in the past uh, in the past 14 days, because I've been on leave. I've been on holiday. Hence why there was no show last week. But my God, did things change? 
We found out last Monday that the planned easing of restrictions on June 21, as of today, were not going ahead. And the easing is now going to be taking place on the 19th of July with what the government are saying is Terminus Day. They are saying that is it. We will not have restrictions afterwards. Until this morning, when Boris Johnson uh, had an interview which was covered on Sky News, and he said that it's looking good for the 19th of July to be the terminus point for the UK's coronavirus restrictions, but hasn't ruled out the prospect of further lockdowns in the winter, which is a turnaround on what he said when he launched the roadmap earlier this year. He continues by saying that you can never exclude that there will be some new disease, some new horror that we simply haven't budgeted or accounted for. He continued by saying, looking at where we are at the efficacy of the vaccines against all variants that we can currently see, I think it's looking good for the 19th of July to be terminus. But he did say in carrying on that we could be in for a rough winter for all sorts of reasons. He continues by saying they're big pressed on the NHS, which is all the more reason to reduce the amount of COVID cases that we have now. It gives the NHS the breathing space it needs to get on with dealing with these other pressures. And they are going to be promising to be putting investment to make sure that they can. Now, the government advisor, Dr. Susan Hopkins, warned over the weekend that there may be the need for winter lockdowns if hospitals become overwhelmed at some point. And in return, Mr. Johnson played down the prospect of COVID restrictions being lifted early. When he announced a four-week postponement of step four of the roadmap last Monday, uh, he said a review would take place on the 5th of July to see if action could be taken sooner. But while Johnson said the vaccination rollout was going gangbusters, Delta variant cases are sadly still going up. And it's going up roughly by about 30% a week in cases. Hospitalizations are up by roughly the same amount and ICU admissions into intensive care are the same. And he continued this by saying, to Sky News that we've got to be cautious, but we'll be following the data the whole time. So my question to you is a play on what I said to you last time. Are we releasing restrictions too early? We know the Delta variant is causing massive problems here in the UK. We know we're not as bad as what we were expecting to be in the third wave. But if we do release all of the restrictions, if we do say that people go back to a normality, whatever that may be, are we opening the gates for the NHS to be overwhelmed? Are we opening the gates for everyone potentially to go back into a situation we were in September? We've already seen that COVID cases have spiked in Cornwall following the G7 leaders summit that took place uh, the weekend. Uh, before that of the 14th. And we've also seen a distinct lack of social distancing by the G7 leaders and their families, which has caused major criticism because people are saying, why? Why is it one rule for one and one rule for the other? And I don't have an answer for that. I really don't have an answer to that. But things I think here in the UK and globally are going to be changing because we've seen a report in the Daily Mail as of recording this, which is saying that Whitehall are pushing for homeworking to become the way of working and for employers not to be able to force people to go back. Is that a good idea? I, for one, have been working from home pretty much since the beginning of the pandemic. I enjoy it. I go into an office. 
every other week for a day to keep interactions with my team. But I actually like working from home. My work rate has gone up. My work-life balance has greatly improved. I get to see my daughter more. I get to see my family more. So for me, I don't want to go back into an office full time. I, I never want to do that again. And I think I'm one of the thousands of people here in the UK that would echo that statement. But we're going to have to see what happens because we know that Dominic Cummings is releasing information. We know that he's releasing a lot of things from that seven hour uh, evidence that he gave to the Commons Committee earlier in June that potentially is going to be forcing the hand of the government. We also know that both Rishi Sunak, the Chancellor and Boris Johnson want office life to get back to normal. I just don't think we're in a position to do that. I think things have been elevated so far and we've moved on so much over the past 18 months that actually we don't need it. We don't need to go back into the office full time. But that is also a good reason why companies need to be considering the mental health of employees. Because these are anxieties. These are questions that employees are going to be having all the time. What happens when I go back in? What happens when I return to a workplace, which I haven't been to for 18 months? It's questions to consider, isn't it? And I think that it's a question that employees really need to be aware of and they need to be able to answer. And that is why the business brunch on the 30th of June that RBHR are running is so important because it's giving you that initial understanding and that initial awareness of how to look after your employees. In some other news that's come out, I want to take you back to my former hometown, and that is Bournemouth. Now, everybody knows, uh, I hope you do, that we are based in Weymouth uh, in the beautiful Dorset County. Um, but a news report has really come out this week that has just made me laugh, and I and I think BCP Council have done an amazing job here, that they've said that anyone found sleeping overnight on Bournemouth Beach risks prosecution, a £1,000 fine, and an uncomfortable night's sleep. So the BCP Council has employed an additional 75 staff to help manage 15 miles, which is the equivalent of 24 kilometres of beach, which last summer were flooded with visitors. That created congested roads and careless parking. It was so bad that in June 2020, a major incident was declared as thousands sought relief from the hot weather and when the pandemic continued and still does hinder foreign travel. Now, the new staff will be patrolling 24 hours a day to enforce the overnight ban on the beach. Extended opening times of public toilets at primary sites will remain in place and additional cleaning operations will also be launched. But extra police will be on hand for key busy dates. A council spokesman said that the beaches were not a place for overnight camping. And anyone who is thinking of camping on the beach can expect an uncomfortable night's sleep as they will be regularly disturbed. I, for one, really cheer and celebrate the move that the Bournemouth Christchurch and Paul Council BCP have done in trying to manage the risk associated with the beach and with the COVID-19. And I think that other counties should be taking similar measures. Weymouth and Dorset uh, Council, Weymouth and Portland Council should be doing the same thing. Cornwall, a county that has been so 
prevalent at the heart of preventing COVID coming in have got signs everywhere. I was in Lou last week for a holiday with my family um, and it was absolutely rammed with people who followed and I have to stress this, followed social distancing to the letter. Restaurants, pubs, shops, you name it, they enforced it to the T. And it was really good to see that local businesses were taking it so seriously, but also that members of the public were understanding that even if we're talking about restrictions being lifted, that it is important and that they need to follow the rules so one last time before we go to our interview with katie from street agency if you would like to join us on june the 30th at 12 p.m live for the business brunch on mental health awareness then please do so and you can do so by going to the eventbrite page and searching for rbhr and registering on the link or you can email me at studio at the hrshow.co.uk uh, or you can contact rbhr themselves and the number there is 01935 41191 that number again is 01935 41191 or you can email inquiries at rbhr.co.uk and a member of the team will get back to you and secure your place it's a free event it's going to last for about 45 minutes to an hour it will have uh, some contents and presentation information and an opportunity for you to ask questions at the end. So I really encourage you to come and join us, find out more about mental health awareness for your employees, for you and for your businesses. Okay, so let's go to our interview. We'll be back after this quick break. And when we come back, I will be joined by the wonderful Katie Street from Street Agency, where we'll be talking about her career, the second setting up of her incredibly successful agency and also talking about new business development. Until then, see you after this.